98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 639. Uh, Daniel, I don't even know how you're at work today, to be honest, because you're going through something that would drive me insane. I'd have to call out sick or something. I don't like it, and I'm sure everybody in the world has done this before. I wake up this morning, and I can't find my wallet anywhere. And mm-hmm. I remember the last place I saw it yesterday was I had gone to get a bottle of water for your son at Gathering Place, and I used it at a like a machine there by the basketball courts, and that's the last I've seen of it. Uh, I've gotten on here. I've uh, canceled all my credit cards. Now, can, I, do you cancel them or you just pause them? Well, I have to have them replaced, so I cancel them all, and then they, oh, okay. they're going to send a card out. Thank God I just gotten my real ID at that licensed mega center that they have, the Kensington Business Center, however you say it, Kensington. So I'm not too worried about that. But then I realize I don't have my ID, and uh, at River Spirit Casino, <laughs> they've been giving away cast iron. <laughs> Cast iron skillets and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It was a four-piece set. I, today is the the fourth and final piece, the griddle. Yeah. And now I don't have my ID. They're so good, I'm, man. I'm, I'm fuming angry right now. So you don't, you can't get the whole set all at once. You got to go back week after week and right. then collect them all. A month I've been doing this, and, and then today I can't get the can't final get your... griddle. Somebody, I'm about to send Steve Hunter out there. Somebody's had to go get that griddle get for the me. Griddle for you. Or my good buddy over there, yeah. you. I'll go get it for you. You're, say, no, because your wife wants the griddle as well. That's true, but uh, that's something that, uh, that's one of those things that I don't think the people use as much as they think they will. Oh, I, yeah, I will use it at all, but <laughs> I, got, I got it. the set. Now, yeah. you know the back of my car right now? <laughs> I got four pieces of cast iron cookery. From the River Spirit Casino. Yeah. yeah. Also, I had my uh, card from Incredible Pizza. I had won a bunch of points on that. And that's gone. You can't tickets, get a uh, yeah. trinket now. That's too bad. What a tragic story. You I mean, know, does it not drive you crazy to, yeah, to because, this type of thing? Okay, so I learned this along the way, and uh, this is a very useful piece of information in my estimation, is that the, the, the debit card in your wallet and the credit card, they look the same, but they operate completely differently behind the scenes. And what would drive me crazy is somebody gets your debit card, because I've had that happen, and... There's a difference. When somebody gets your debit card and they take money out of your account, or it's harder to get it back because that's actual money that was sitting in an account, you know, in theory, and they stole it. A credit card's a loan, and all you have to do with a credit card is say, I didn't authorize that purchase, and they cannot charge you for it. So that's why I hardly ever use a debit card because if somebody skims it or whatever, it's harder to get the money back than it is with a credit card. So I try to just use my credit card and pay it off at the end of the month with the uh, bank account. So what I would be worried about is somebody uses your debit card because it's a, it, I, I had that happen. It was a disaster trying to get my money I've back. I've canceled everything. So, and thank God nobody's gotten on there and uh, used anything. No ID, no cast iron. I got to carry on ones. Where He's got. Oh, the, it's a the band of ones. He's got a, a, a bunch of $1 bills wrapped like you see at the bank. Yeah. And you know what everybody's going to say? Why do you have that? I give. Christmas presents. Okay. And I know that's going to sound everybody. I know what everybody's thinking. Oh, strip club. Yeah. No, I'm the most uncomfortable guy in the world in one of those places. So I got, these are emergency ones. I have $500 in ones in my apartment. You do? And here's a, a band of them. What's yeah. your address? That gum. You keep $500 cash just for an emergency? One, yeah, I have ones. <laughs> what are you supposed to do with a bunch of ones? Take them to the bank and get 100 I've been too embarrassed to go to the bank with them because they're going to think, uh, we know what this guy's been uh, up to. Oh, yeah. He likes the clubs. And you know what's going to happen, too, Tig, is the minute I get all this stuff canceled, you're gonna find somebody's going to turn in the wallet. Yeah.
That's right. Probably left at your house. Remember when we first moved here, you found a wallet while you were uh, walking on Riverside. I did, and I was relentless trying to find this guy. And you found him. Like, we did like a, you know, we were like investigators. We found him on the internet and stuff, and then he came, and he wasn't uh, that thankful. Yeah, I thought there'd be a little more uh, appreciation. Yeah, he's just like, like, oh, thanks, man. And we saved his butt because, you know, you lose your wallet, you got to replace everything. Well, good luck on finding that wallet. I bet you somebody found it at a gathering place and it's sitting up there at the front desk. That's what I hope for you, at least. So may the wind always be at your back, Daniel. Thank you. It's uh, 6.43 and less than an hour away now from Chris Jansen VIP at uh, the fair. You'd like to go to that. We got your hookup right here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 88.5 The Bull, Dustin Lynch. Good morning. So we were talking about the Blake Shelton concert, and uh, you got to go see this picture of Daniel. He looks like Blake Shelton's kid. There's something like, because you're 5'8", and next to him, he looks like he's 7 foot. Uh, but it's on Instagram, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E. I look like Danny DeVito <laughs> next to him, and I don't yeah. like it. But then we were talking about the police officer in Tulsa that uh, proposed to his girlfriend at the show. Not on stage, just off stage. While Blake's singing. And uh, she said yes. So good for them. But you were wondering if maybe that... Do do ladies actually want a public proposal? I've always heard that uh, ladies don't want that. And so I don't know what the answer is. Let's see what they got. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. What's your name? It's Alta. Good morning. Uh, So what do you think about this? You know, the police officer... um, well, not what do you think about their proposal. Do you like a... Would you want a public uh, proposal or do you want something more private? Absolutely not, no, because if you didn't want to get married, no one would want to hurt someone's feelings uh, like by saying no in public, you know? Let me give you I a hypothetical. That- you uh, you are at, like, the Blake Shelton show. Some miracle happens. You're allowed to get on stage where the guy will propose to you. In front of everybody, would you, even if you didn't want to accept it, would you just say yes and then tell them later on, like, no? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. yeah. What a heartbreak for the yeah. guy. That puts a lot of pressure on the lady to say yes, doesn't it, this public proposal? It really does. It, and it's kind of manipulative. I mean, wow. you know, Whoa. sometimes I wonder if they, they're they doing that on purpose just to get you, you know, because they know you won't want to say no in public. <laughs> I, th- I think the problem is you watch a romantic comedy or something like that. It's always uh, a grand gesture to do something like that in public. So maybe that's why guys get a little confused. Yeah, and that's possible. That's possible. Are but, you married? Yeah, that's. Yes, I've been married four times. <laughs> oh Lord! Well, maybe you're not the one to be giving advice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Give us a quick run through of where your four uh, romantic proposals were. Um. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, over the phone. Okay, that's <laughs> was that, one. Was, that was is that the, the opposite of uh, public. Um, very opposite, uh, you know, but then one was, uh, in person and well, the other two were, uh, two were in person. And then basically my last husband, we've been married for 17 years. Uh, I basically just told him we were getting married. (laughs) Oh, you did the work on that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> four times. You say she doesn't know what she's talking about, but four times she's an expert. Maybe she this. is an expert. Yeah. You know what happened when Ty got proposed that. to his wife? Yeah. Exactly. You know, I said, do you know what happened when Ty proposed to his wife? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Uh, he came out of the shower and he had tied the ring to his secret. <laughs> 
<laughs> Must have been a pretty big secret. <laughs> What's going on? That did not happen, for the record. <laughs> right. I'm uncomfortable, but okay, Daniel, thanks for that this morning. Uh, thank you for the call, okay? You're welcome. You guys have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. So she doesn't like a public proposal. I'm telling you, I think that's the thing. I don't, th- I don't think uh, ladies like a public proposal. Well, what, do you, what say you? We'll take your calls, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. We're tracking the story of the uh, Tulsa police officer that had proposed at the Blake Shelton concert in front of everybody. She did say yes, but is that an awkward position to put somebody in? I one time asked this lady to marry me, Tig, and apparently she didn't like public or private proposals because she said no. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And you had to bring the ring back mm-hmm. to the store. So, <laughs> 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Ladies, do you like... Like, is public proposal, is that a romantic thing, or is that more of an annoyance? I think I'll know thanks. 918-879-9898. It's The Bull. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Lee Bryce, 712. You were at the Blake Show, Daniel, and you took a picture with Blake, and uh, you look like his child. We put this on Instagram, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. You're very disappointed in yourself. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm not taking any more pictures. Uh, that's Ty Gandano on Instagram. But then we also heard about the police officer that did a proposal at the show. Not on stage. It was kind of side stage as Blake was singing. Uh, she said yes. They're in love. But you had a question, and it was basically... I'm just wondering. I've always heard that uh, ladies don't like a public proposal. Mm-hmm. Lots of pressure that way, yeah, right? Not necessarily this particular guy, but I mean in general. Hey, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? Mackenzie. Good morning, Mackenzie. So what do you think about a public proposal? Do you ladies actually want that? I think it depends on the situation. If y'all are madly in love and you know she's probably going to say yes, then I feel like it's okay. But if there's any chance that she might say no or things are a little bit rocky, I don't think you should. Personally, my proposal was in front of my entire family, so I mean it was kind of public, but I would have been okay with a public proposal. Did you like that uh, in front of your family? That's kind of pressure, too. You don't want to embarrass the guy in front of your family. No, I liked it. I'm really close to my family, and so it was kind of like, it was fine. You know, I I knew that I wanted to marry him, so. Y'all still married? Yes. How many years? Um, Only not even one. We got married September 6th. Oh, so they're newlyweds. Newlyweds. Have y'all had a fight yet? Yes. Not really. We've lived together since last year, so, I mean, we really don't fight that often. Look at them go. So, Daniel, your question is basically... I just wondered, uh, do do, do ladies want a kind of public proposal, or do they like a... Like a private one. Hey, good morning. It's Ty Gandana. What's your, what's your name again? I'm sorry. Retha. Retha. So we're asking the question, yes. the Harry. police officer um, proposed to his girlfriend at the show. Is that putting pressure on the lady or is that a beautiful thing? What do you think? I think under these circumstances, it was a beautiful thing because the officer was a Tulsa police officer that... Uh, almost gave his life for the citizens of Tulsa, and we went through the re- his recovery, and we kept up with him, and everybody was happy that he made it, and he's getting engaged, and he was a special person, and it's a special proposal. Yeah, we're new to Tulsa, so we don't know that story. Uh, his name, do you know how to pronounce yeah. his name, the police officer? No. 
R.S. Zarkeshian. So what did he do? What was, what was his story? Uh, he and another officer had um, stopped uh, someone running from the lawn, and they shot both of them. Oh, my and God. And the other officer died. Oh, man. And so this was a big deal. We, did, we kept up with his recovery, and everybody prayed for him, and it was a good story. So that's the guy that proposed, the guy that was also recovering and after serving the city and all that, now he's back at it? Yes, he's back working. Well, thank you for sharing that story. See, I didn't know you feel like a jerk, don't you, Dan? Well, not really. I'm not saying his in, <laughs> not his in particular, but I just meant in, in general. In general, right. Well, thank you for the call, and I hope you have a great, yeah. great day, okay? Well, thank you. And stay Bye. with us till 740 because we've got VIP tickets for you to see Chris Jansen at the fair. How about that? Oh, thank you. All right. Well, you, you still got to play the game, but be with us at 740, and that's okay. your chance, okay? Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull, 723. You've got Tig and Daniel. We're talking about the uh, Blake Shelton show and how a police officer here in Tulsa uh, proposed to his girlfriend at the show, and she said yes. You had wondered, is that an awkward thing? But then we start hearing the story about the officer because we're new to this area. And we were unfamiliar with this particular story. Yeah, now, yeah, now I feel bad. Yeah. You just showed me this video. I felt like you threw me under the bus a little bit. Didn't tell me the history of it. So I didn't now, know now it was the that same I guy. See the, now that I know the history of it, it's a whole uh, a whole different ball game, right? Yeah. Um, but we're taking your calls, and uh, like I like learning about this story. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Hey, who is this? Uh, this is Christy. Good morning, Christy. What's up? So, um, you know, the officer, Dr. Shan? Yeah. Okay, so I heard you ask another caller what happened. So um, you can look this up. David Ware is the uh, suspect that is being I charged. know exactly what you're talking about now. I've seen the video. They pulled this guy over, and this guy just starts shooting the cops. I've seen right. that. Yeah. And, then, and then he, like, walks away like nothing has even That's happened. right. So this is that guy that's and in the Craig famous YouTube John video? Yes. Oh my God! Yes, and Craig Johnson is the uh, was the um, I believe he was a sergeant with the TBD, and um, Zachary was still kind of you know new new to the force and whatnot. But um, Johnson, Craig Johnson, was the one that was, was killed. Um, sh killed. Yeah. And um, Zachary was on, you know, he went through a lot. He even went um, out of the area for massive rehab, and then he came back. Um, I want to say he came back to Tulsa in June um, from rehab and was doing well and has been on um, death duty. I don't believe he's back on um, patrol yet. I think he's still on death duty. But, I mean, he, he he's had an amazing story that he, by the grace of God, it was just not his time to go. Well, look at so that, to man. See that, to see that he got to propose to his longtime girlfriend, who stood by him through all of this is pretty awesome so that is that's an amazing story that's, i didn't know that i've true. seen that video i just didn't connect the dots and i appreciate you guys clearing that up for us that this officer was the guy that yes. was struggling there for a while and uh well good for him man now he's got a, a wife yes. on the way uh -huh. pretty good so that's who he is and so you know it's really cool to see our country music community go and um support and recognize 
um, our first responders, our police officers, our heroes of this, you know, of our community. That's pretty amazing. I didn't know that. You know, I had a, a situation where I had intruders in my house when I first moved here. I called the Tulsa Police Department. If it took more than three minutes, I'll be shocked. They were great. Uh, so, mad props. Now you feel terrible for even questioning this well, guy's no, decision to... Well, no, I still to... feel like you threw me under the bus. What you mean, just showed me this the... video. You don't tell me the context behind it. Then so, I'm like, oh, yeah. do people like a public engagement? And then now look. It, the, it turns out the police officer that did the engagement at the Blake Shelton concert has been this hero for this community. Yeah. And you're questioning him. Well, well, why don't you next time tell me? I didn't know. As a hero. We just got schooled together. How was I supposed to know? We well, learned, but golly, God bless him. And that uh, fiance has stuck with him through that whole process, I think, right? So I want to go to that wedding now. You want to go to the wedding? <laughs> I'm not there yet. I yeah. don't want to. It's uh, 627 with Tig and Dan. I'll tell you what we do have that um, will make Daniel a little less embarrassed, I guess. You're going to have VIP tickets for Chris Jansen at the fair, right? Yeah. And that's coming up in about 13 minutes on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Chase Rice alongside Florida Georgia Line. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. 738. What's up, Daniel? About to revoke my mom's Facebook uh, rights. <laughs> yeah? The... Uh... On Instagram, I put that picture of a Blake Shelton and I, and, and and because he's so tall and then I'm so short, it, I look like I'm a little baby and also 50 all at the same time. My mom, uh, I, it also goes to our Tiger Daniel Facebook page, T-I-G-E and Daniel. And then my mom, you know, she feels it necessary to post underneath it. And she says, remember, you're a tiny gentleman. <laughs> you don't look 50. Just shave your face. It will take care of that 50 look. So which is it? Either I don't look 50. She said you didn't look 50, but yet she wants you yeah. to shave your face. Huh. And then she says, I love you, and then signs it mom, like I don't know who it is. <laughs> That's my mom? <laughs> and then she says, you are fun size. Remember that. I don't, I don't want that. What does that even mean, fun size? It's a way of making you feel better about. Well, it's made me feel way worse. Your tiny stature. She can't be like, uh, you don't look 50. Just shave, and you won't look 50. Like, well, wait, wait a minute. It is a weird thing. I'm looking at this picture, and somehow you do look like a toddler and also 50. I look like his grandson somehow. And you got this on uh, Instagram and Facebook, Tig and Daniel? Yeah. T-I-G-E and Daniel. Your mom, she posts stuff. Doesn't she, like, post, like, she's a veteran and stuff? <laughs> no, no, no. My mom, uh, I counted one day, and I think I counted up about 20 or 30 posts that she shared. Mm-hmm. Um, and her name is Cheryl, but I call her Cheryl because all she does is share, share on Facebook. Stuff. And yeah. then um, uh, she shares indiscriminately. So she'll be like, I have the craziest brother. And she'll share that post. And I'm like, Mom, you don't have a brother. <laughs> you know, these parents on Facebook. Yeah. And then she's like, and then she shared another one. Like it was a veterans post that said, uh, I, you know, fought overseas so that you could have your freedom. I'm like, Mom, you were, you have never been a part of the military. <laughs> so, you gonna have a talk with her and get her off this Facebook? No, I just don't want her to say uh, you don't look fifty, but shave and yeah. you won't look fifty. You look good, dude. Thank you. Yeah, asterisk. <laughs> uh, you want to give away tickets now? VIP yes, Chris Jansen at the fair. We'll go call it nine. What are we gonna play? We're gonna play famous Chris's. 
I like it. Let's see if this is uh, not a snooze fest like normal. 918-879-9898 for your chance right now. Call it nine. Fulton Springs, good morning, Kim. Good morning. Ready to play a game? Yes, sir. Let's go. All right, Kim, today's game is Famous Chris's. I'm just going to describe someone, uh, and it, their name is Chris or Christopher, and just based on the description, you will identify the famous Chris or Christopher. Okay. First up, he was the star of such films as Tommy Boy and Beverly Hills Ninja. Who was the famous Chris in Tommy Boy? <laughs> he was also oh, very famous because he was on SNL, Saturday Night Live, and he did the uh, mm -hmm. Van Down by the River. Big, big giant dude. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, Chris. His last name was Farley. <laughs> Chris Farley. There you go. There you go. Ah, how'd you get that one? Uh, he sailed across the Atlantic Ocean to the New World in 1492. Christopher Columbus. Uh, that is correct. Correct answer. Uh, this is an actor who thinks you may need more cowbell. I gotta have more cowbell. <laughs> that was great. I have no idea. I got a fever, and the only prescription <laughs> is more cowbell. I'm lost on that one. Are these too hard? Because I'm kind of getting that one right off the bat. I will right, help her out there. I, I think it's uh, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. You know who that is? Yes, sir, I do. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. Up next, this restaurant chain is known for steaks and fine dining. And there's one of these in the River Spirit Casino. Okay. Restaurant chain known for steaks and fine dining. There's one in the... Um, River Spirit Casino. It's right on the first floor when it's you walk Ruth's. in. I hate to say it, but I've never been to the River Casino. Okay, so if the game is called Famous Chris, Chris's, and Daniel says mm -hmm. it's Ruth's, then blank, what do you think it is? Ruth's Blank Steakhouse. What could it be? Chris. There it is. Hey, now. And finally, this character created by, he was a friend of Winnie the Pooh. Christopher Robin. There you go. You got it. Can you do a little bit of that Winnie Pooh? Uh, you, Winnie the, you, call him, you just call him Winnie Pooh? Or you Winnie like, the Pooh, I said. Uh, yeah. Uh, Winnie the Pooh liked to hang out with that Christopher Robin, and Winnie the Pooh would always go, She hates us. <laughs> All right, Kim, you're gonna be at the uh, you're gonna be at the fair VIP style with Chris Jansen. How do you feel about that? That's pretty cool. All right, we'll see you there, and uh, we got another chance tomorrow and all this week at 7:40 right here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Dan.
98.5 The Bull with Kane Brown. Good morning, guys. Tig and Daniel. Here we are, 8.05. I, uh, Daniel thinks that I should move from my house because of what's been happening over at my house in the neighborhood. You know, I, I'm at the end of my lease at my apartment complex for the year, mm-hmm. and I was considering moving or just renting another year. I think I'm going to have to rent another year and stay there because you just moved into an, another house. Yes, I bought a house in Midtown. And how many months have you been there? Uh, we moved in April, so not that, like, May, June, July, August, like five, six months. Within six months, you've had the craziest. I've had some weird things happen over there. Like, so I move in this house, and my wife and kid go to bed, and I'm still unpacking boxes, you know. It's, like, that early into our move. And uh, I come out of one of the rooms I was in, and there's two people asleep in the house. I don't know these people. They're sleeping so under his dining room table. Uh, fairly alarming to have happened. By the way, shout out Tulsa Police Department because apparently if you call and you say, I have a home invasion, they get there immediately. If it took more than three minutes for those guys to get there, I would be shocked. It was probably more like one and a half, two minutes. So that's like day what, two, three? Day, day two or three in my house. But these ladies kept asking for a guy named Charlie. And I, I don't know Charlie. I don't know who that is. And every now and then, like I would say once a month, somebody would come knock on the door and you know i think it's amazon because a lot of times they knock on the door and then they leave and i opened the door the other day and a guy's like hey man charlie here and finally i got up the courage i said no he's not here by the way who is charlie because i get people over here all the time asking for charlie at my house and he he wouldn't say anything he just goes oh man he's just a buddy from years ago charlie and i go okay well so in my head what i'm thinking is maybe charlie dealt drugs that's that's the only does that make any sense well and considering come you've had by, about four people coming mm-hmm. and asking for charlie i guess and then there was another lady in your neighborhood that walked over and told you that this house used to be some type of that's right like she said look man i and i hate to tell you this you have a beautiful house but it used to be like this hotbed for activity yesterday morning sunday morning i uh i'm up and it's pretty early nine or ten in the morning and I look out, and there's a guy who's parked right in front of my house. And I go, oh, boy, here we go. This guy's going to be looking for Charlie. And he gets out of the car, looks right at me through the window. I'm inside. He's outside. And I go, and I just look at him, and I go, what? Because now I'm frustrated at this point. Like, these people keep coming over to my house. And I just go, what? He gets back in his truck. But he doesn't leave. He, he does a circle around the block. Then he gets out. This is the weirdest part. He gets out with a skateboard now. And I've never seen this truck because I, you know, I know my neighbors. I know what kind of cars they drive. This guy is not a guy that lives around me. He gets out with a skateboard. Now, here's the weird thing. He doesn't ride the skateboard. He just starts carrying the skateboard. And he goes down the street to another neighbor of mine who's got his garage open. And this guy has valuable things in his garage, tools and stuff. And what I can gather is this guy who I saw yesterday has now gone into the neighbor's garage, stole some stuff, because when he left in this truck, he ran the four-way stop sign. Like, there was no stopping, man. He was like Dukes of Hazard, like just like almost on two wheels trying to get out of the neighborhood. And so I, I go to my wife and I say, I think that guy just stole some property from inside our neighbor's garage. Should I go tell the neighbor? She says, yes, go tell the neighbor. So I ring the doorbell at the neighbor's house. And this is a neighbor I don't know as well as my other neighbors. Like, he's he's there, and I kind of know him. 
But I go up and I ring the doorbell and a lady answers the door. And I said, hi, you know, I'm your neighbor on the corner. I think somebody just got into your garage. Well, now husband comes out with a gun thinking that I'm the guy. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's confusing. Uh, but then I said, you know, oh, no, no. Look, I'm just telling you, I think somebody got in your garage. You might want to check it out, see if anything is missing. And he goes, let me show you something. And I go, okay. And he invites me into his house. And he brings me to this room. It's like a tiny little three-bedroom house. He brings me into a room, Daniel. And inside, this guy fought in Vietnam. And it's all his medals. He even got a flag from Vietnam. So I was like in heaven because I love history, right? And I'm like, what is this picture? What is this picture? Um, and so I just love that part of it. But what a weird thing to have like a, me going and informing neighbors. There's break-ins and stuff and guns involved. I mean, it's crazy over there. Is it? How can somebody have such a run of bad luck? <laughs> is it like a tough neighborhood or something? Not really. It's I tell you, you what. You say it, not really, but it's near some uh I would say businesses that draw quite the cast of characters. And as these people leave that area, they walk through our neighborhood to get to another part of the city. So you talking about racers? No, there's gas stations and stuff up up the street where people hang out. So like Tulsa and a lot of cities are like this. One block is fine. The next block, not too great. And as people walk through my area to you, get to another area, they, they, you know, they take things. You happen to be on the, I'd say, interstate of people walking yes. from one bad place to another. I am at the intersection of hell, <laughs> if that makes any sense. So I don't know. Well, you got this guy I mean, on camera then, didn't you? Because I think everybody nowadays has those ring doorbells. Uh, I didn't get him on camera, but our, our neighbors might have. But the guy, I, I actually, like, was stunned because he was so brazen. Like, he didn't cover up his license plate. He he got out of the car with a skateboard, went to the crime, and then just left. And you're, you're sure that there was a crime committed? Because I see on Nextdoor all the mm -hmm. time, that Nextdoor app in people's neighborhoods, every day it's like a suspicious person in the neighborhood. I even saw one time uh, somebody posted on the Nextdoor app, uh, hey, there's a suspicious van mm -hmm. that just pulled into my driveway. It uh, It dropped off an Amazon package and left. <laughs> Well, I'm right. like, well, that's not suspicious. That's the Amazon driver. I later got confirmation from another neighbor who has a camera. The guy went in the garage, took, like, Harley Davidson stuff and left. Oh, man. So there we are. So I'm like... Uh, I'm staying put, buddy. I ain't moving so, out. And you want me to move out of my house. I'm like, yeah. I'm the opposite. Now that I have this challenge, I want to conquer it. Like, I'm not going to leave my own house. What, are you going to get, like, a security guard or something? <laughs> I am the security guard. I'm oh, the boy, well, and then your house will be looted soon. <laughs> it's 812 with Ty and Dano. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country, 839 with Ty and Daniel. Uh, you, you probably don't know this, Ty, but um, so uh, last week I got a flu shot, right? Yeah, I got a flu shot. I did too. I'm wondering what happens, and I'm being super paranoid, what if I forget I've gotten the flu shot and get another flu shot? Do you ever do that thing where you're like, wait, I get a flu shot this year or not? All the time. It's weird how you can remember things that happened when you were six, but you can't remember what you did Wednesday. And uh, I don't know what that would mean. Did you look it up if you got two flu shots in a row? No, I just thought you might know. Because you're very paranoid, <laughs> paranoid, and I figured you'd look this up already. I'm not trained in the medical arts, so I, I don't know the answer to that question. 
You know, I heard that people were uh, cheating to get the COVID booster shots, too. Did you hear that? I heard like you're that. You're supposed to wait a certain amount of time, but people are so freaked out that they're, like, lying somehow. And what did they say? A million people got an early booster shot that shouldn't have already? Yeah, I saw that. So I don't think it's good news to get a uh, inoculation that you don't need or before you're supposed to. It seems like a dangerous thing, I would imagine. I guess if you get two flu shots, that uh, it, it it won't provide you double protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will cause there's a bigger chance of you having an adverse reaction to it if you if you get two. It doesn't even hurt the flu shot, really. And there's a lot of myths out there that say, "Oh, well, you're it's not a live virus, so you cannot you cannot get the flu from a flu shot." However, I think a lot of people coincidentally might catch a cold and it just so happens to be around the time you got the flu shot so you're like oh man i got the flu from the shot but you can't and you said you didn't even feel yours and most of the time it's free with insurance i have to tell you that shots i think when i was younger i think they did actually used to hurt now i can't even feel them i think the needles are smaller something because i took my son to get the flu shot just me and him and uh he was a little nervous and, you know, I did that thing, well, you know, when you get the flu shot, we'll pick out, a you know, something to eat, a toy or a treat or something. And he got it, and he, <laughs> he said the alcohol swipe or whatever that wipe is they put on you, mm-hmm. he said that bothered him more than the actual shot. So it doesn't really hurt, and it, it provides protection. Because Daniel's a weird dude. He claims, I'm not kidding, he claims he's never had a headache. I've never had a headache other than an ice cream headache. If I lick ice cream, ice cream too fast, I get a severe headache. Yeah, we know what that is. But I don't. Uh, I've never than had that, an actual headache. No, I've never had heartburn, which is terrible. I had that, and that's awful. I've never had the flu. And that's what he says. He's never ever had the flu, and I got to tell you, buddy, that I don't remember. I wonder if flu shots are newish because I don't remember getting those when I was a teenager, but I remember getting the flu, and uh, let me tell you what the flu is. Anything that can be going wrong with your body is going wrong. It is terrible. Well, what do you mean by that? Dude, I was so sick from the flu that I'm a teenager, right? 16, 17 years old. And my mom calls the hospital and says, my son's running like a fever, like pretty high, like 103 or something. And they said, here's what you do. You need to undress your 17-year-old son and give him a cold bath. Dang, I was like, I'd rather die. <laughs> Mom, give me a bath at 17. But it is no joke, the flu. What the heck goes on over at your house, Norman? What are you, you talking growing about? Growing up like, and your mom's bathing you they, at 17? They, need, they needed to cool me down. Uh, a, okay, a run bath. the bath and you lay in it. Well, that's what they said. Well, I didn't get that bath anyway, so. Did you used to put on your mom's dresses too? Of course. <laughs> don't say of what course. little boy hasn't? <laughs> Good grief, man. Yeah, so well, yeah, I don't want anything that's that going to lead shot. to my mom having to give me a cold bath. It's bad, dude. I mean, like, you can get so sick off that, I might have to come give you a cold bath. The I, flu is no you joke. You know, here's the thing. If I do get sick and, or in any type of capacity, like, I only know, like, two, three people here. You don't have any people here. That's yeah, right. you, you and your wife will be. Uh, I would come take care of you. I don't want that either. You'd have to wear a bathing suit, but I'd do it. <laughs> Like, what happens if I have to go to the hospital or something and have a procedure done, and who's going to bring me home from the hospital? That's going to be me, man. Of course I'm going to be there for you. I think I'll take an Uber. I'll even do the thing where I erase your internet history and stuff just in case. 
Yeah, Tyke and I do have a deal where if he has to go get like some kind of surgery or something like that, I I need to be the guy there when he's coming out of anesthesia in case you say something weird. Yeah, so I see these people that go to the dentist and then they come out of this anesthesia or whatever that is, the laughing gas, mm-hmm. and they start saying crazy things. And I don't want to be like, I need my best friend there because you don't care what I say, but I don't want somebody there that goes, wow, Tyg, he just said something really terrible. Uh, two things. Yeah, I don't want to uh, come out of this anesthesia and spill the beans or whatever. And also, <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I just don't want to. Lord knows what you'd say. Yeah, who knows? But then also, I don't I don't want to be with somebody that's going to record me and put that on Facebook. Yeah, it's kind of cruel, isn't it? I don't like that. Yeah, so we're uh, we're anesthesia buddies. Is that what I come get you, you come get me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, whatever we say, we pretend like it didn't happen. What if I did have to take an Uber and then um, I get caught on the dash cam? Yeah. Inside of the Uber, just spilling the beans. <laughs> Do you ever, like, for real worry about that? Like, Lord uh, knows what you'd say? Oh, God, dude. You know, I've been so messed up in my life mentally. I don't know what's wrong with me. That used to. Here's how crazy I am. We used to go to work in the mornings like we do now. And I would get to work and I'd read a story. And it says police are looking for somebody that had a hit and run and i go i wonder if i woke up in the middle of the night don't remember it and i'm the one they're looking for and then later in the story i'd say we're looking for a jeep grand cherokee and then only then was i calmed so yes i worry about saying things <laughs> doing well, see, things like that, if you're so messed up in your mind where mm-hmm. you might wake up one day and go like did i drive in my sleep and kill somebody right who that's only like one or two sentences away from you coming out of anesthesia going, I, I ran over somebody last night. Yes, yeah. and it would just be complete nonsensical. But if you say something like that, that's what I, I, I don't want to ever get surgery. I'll just be like, y'all, I'm just going to have to pass. I ain't doing surgery. <laughs> well, that's not good either. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyg and Daniel.